I'm Susan Page, Washington Bureau Chief of USA Today, and this is Capital Download. We're at the headquarters of the AFL-CIO with President Richard Trumka. Thanks so much for joining us. Thanks for having me on, Susan. You are opposing this fast-track legislation, Trade Promotion Authority, which will facilitate consideration of the big Pacific trade deal and other trade deals down the road. But the Senate passed it last week. The House is going to take it up. Will the House pass it? I don't think so. I think we have the votes uh, to stop it in the House because it's bad. It's going to cost America jobs and it's going to lower wages for every American out there. How many Democrats in the House do you think will vote for it? I think 20 or less. And it was a surprise to some that it got through the Senate. Really close uh, vote, lots of uh, last-minute horse trading. Why did it finally get through? Uh, I don't know the answer to that. I think 13 Democrats uh, left their base. Uh, they decided to pass something that was going to cost jobs and lower wages, and they're going to have to answer to their constituencies for that whenever they face them. So many unions have frozen campaign contributions this year to pressure members of Congress on these votes on Trade Promotion Authority and on the Pacific Trade Pact. For those 13 Democratic senators who voted for Fast Track Authority, will there be consequences for them? They're going to have to answer to, to the American voter, to the American public, and we'll find out when it comes time to endorse them, what, what our members say. Because our members make those endorsements, and we'll listen to what they have to say. Well, we've asked for tweets from our uh, readers and listeners for questions for you. One of them said, Kendall Martin sent us a tweet that said, why do we continue to support these individuals? We have to hold them accountable. And I think he was referring to Democrats who voted for this trade pact. So will they be held accountable? Oh, they'll be held accountable. Uh, there's no question about that. The report card that we sent out, this will be a major one of the issues when we, we say, here's how they voted. Here's the ones that were with us, here's the ones that weren't. This group of people voted to eliminate jobs and lower wages. You make the decision, and then they'll decide. Now, Politico had a story this morning saying that local and national labor groups have made bruising threats to Democratic members. It quoted one uh, unnamed member of Congress <laughs> as saying, I haven't seen this look in their eyes in a long time. Bruising, have you, has it been a hardball on your part? Look, th this is an important issue. This is the livelihoods of a lot of people. Now consider this. We're going to be out there every day fighting to protect our members and the American way of life, because that's what's at stake here. Our wages have been stagnant for too long. It's time to raise wages, and this agreement will lower American wages. President Obama has really been working hard for this, and he's accused Senator Elizabeth Warren and other activists, including folks in labor, of mischaracterizing the deal and of not understanding that it's, in his words, the status quo is the worst of all worlds for American workers. What do you say to President Obama, who said pretty tough language against Senator well, Warren Well, first others? of all, he sets up a false argument because it isn't between this agreement and the status quo. It can be between this agreement and one that really works for workers. That's the, that's the issue. They try to make this about all or nothing, and it isn't. If we vote down TPP, and I believe we will, they can no ba go back and negotiate an agreement that really does work for the American worker, and then everybody wins. It's not all or nothing. Were you uh, put off or offended by what the president has said about opponents of this deal? Yeah, I, I, I think a lot of people were, uh, that he was uh, 
harder on Democrats and progressives than he was on people in the Republican Party. I think a lot of people took note of that. Where do you think Hillary Clinton stands on Trade Promotion Authority and the Pacific Trade Deal? I don't know. I think she's going to have to answer that. I think she won't be able to go through a campaign without answering that, and people will take it seriously, and it will affect uh, whether they vote for her or don't vote for her. She says, I'm for a good deal, but she doesn't say whether she thinks this is a good deal. She said well, in her... she may not know whether it's a good deal or not, but she'll get a chance uh, to read it, uh, and when she does, then she'll have to declare one way or the other. She either will support it or she wouldn't support it. She either believes in fast track or she doesn't. What would it cost Hillary Clinton if she came out with a position similar to the one she's taken in the past when it comes to these big trade deals? It'll be, it'll be tougher to mobilize working people. It'll be tougher to get them to come out excited and work, to do door knocking and leafleting and phone banking and all the things that's going to be necessary for her if she's the candidate uh, and, and we would endorse her uh, to get elected. It'll make it far more difficult. But I think skeptics might say, well, you're not going to support the Republican, so maybe the cost wouldn't be so great for Hillary Clinton if you were less than enthused about the stance she took on this issue. Well, there's another alternative as well. You could not endorse for president. Is that conceivable? Yeah, that's conceivable. What would prompt you to do that? If both candidates didn't, weren't interested in raising wages and creating jobs. If neither one had a program that we were convinced that, we, that we, they would fight for, not just uh, uh, a uh, poll-tested slogan, but an actual agenda that they will fight for. If we're convinced that neither candidate has that, then I think we would spend our money elsewhere, probably on Senate candidates and congressional candidates and governors uh, and state houses and things of that sort where we'd have a, a, a much greater effect. And what do you think about her campaign so far? You know, I, I, I really respect one thing about her campaign so far. The fact that she's going out and actually asking Americans what they want and what they need. I think not enough candidates do that. They come and tell us what we need all the time or tell us what they want us to do or what they want to do or what they think is a winning combination or what the polls tell them is good. But they never say to American voters, what, what do you want? What do you need? I can tell you the answer because we've talked to them a lot. They want their wages raised. President Obama's administration, has Obama's presidency been good for working Americans? Uh, you know, he, he's been, the president's been seriously handicapped uh, in his ability to, to deliver things on the American public because you get a, a determined opposition in the Republican Party that will actually hurt the country just to deny him what they would say is a victory. Uh, so they haven't done any problem solving. I think he tried uh, on a number of occasions. I, I wish he would have fought for some of the things uh, that are needed as hard as he's fighting for fast track and TPP because uh, I think we'd have had a better chance of winning because we'd have been on the same side on a lot of those issues and it would have been fun. Richard Trumka, thanks for joining us on Capital Download. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it very much.